Hello and welcome to the Mullet Over Podcast. Dum, 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 da dum. <laughs> it probably is. We have to start over. We, no, we're live. So. Uh, <laughs> it's like, that's what was going through my head. So I'm like. Stars. What was the last time you watched? I knew you were waiting. I Yeah, it's been a very long, long, long time. I, I did watch season one of Mandalorian. You did? Some of it. Yeah, I, like, some? Like, How can you watch some and not finish Well, it, it was like one of those times. I don't, I don't remember. I had time, extra time. And and you guys, one of you guys had the like login for Disney or something like that, or maybe we had downloaded for Nathaniel, and I knew it was the craze. And I, sometimes I watch stuff like that to connect with you guys and know what's going on. So one of the children I really wanted to get connected with more and kind of be up on what mattered to them. And so yeah, I watched part of Mandalorian. And it was pretty cool. But, but you didn't finish the first. No, season. I didn't. Yeah, well, there's that. so many cool things that I just. Don't partake in. Why? I, you know what? Like video games. I, I, I will say this one. I always thought I had an upper hand in that because I watched my all the guys inside in a dark room playing video games. Now this was like Galaga and all that okay. stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, and and I, and the girls would be out like by my buddy's pool, and I'm like, I think I'd much rather be outside with the girls by the pool. And that was like high school. So for whatever reason, and, and like some of it was going, I want to make the best use of my time. So there were things like I chose to learn to play guitar rather than watch TV at night. Um, and TV was always on in our house. So I was like, the only way this is going to ever happen is to make that. Yeah. So I, just, you know, and then, and then I found when I have played games, I have a bit of an addictive personality, I guess. And well, I watch others do that and I'm going, I don't want something to own that much of my time and schedule. So I can't say I've navigated my life without any of that ever happening, especially now. Holy cow. It's like everywhere. It's, and it's always grabbing your attention and not, not games. I've just mitigated that mostly out of my life because yeah, I have, it would be confession time if, if uh, I got all the way into that. And, um, but it, but it was like for stuff like some of the, I SWAT like when SWAT came out that because that was one of my kid time shows I was like oh I want to see the new SWAT and yeah I, I don't have access to it now but for a while I watched every SWAT episode and things like that they, there, there have been things that catch my attention that I'm like yeah so yeah, uh, yeah the only but, video games that you've ever really that I've ever seen you get borderline addicted to are like Sudoku and like Spider Solitaire. Anything that's like apps. mind related. There's other ones, word type games. Wow. I used to love when we would do like Nancy Drew, and it was uh exploring rooms and stuff like that. And you guys would be sitting on my lap. That was fun, but yeah, yeah, I, I can never compete with all the like the basketball ones because you guys lived on the game system so i come in there and it's just like he says lived on the big game system until i was 16 i was allowed 30 <laughs> minutes of the game system but if i wanted to play more i could read an hour of the bible for 30 more video game minutes <laughs> I, he's laughing but that is that is i just didn't read the bible for an hour for an hour and good to do that uh, I, I, I probably did it a couple of times but <laughs> then i got a tv when i got older and lived on the video games wow lived. sounds like you grew up in the duggar household yeah you know 
I, I wouldn't say that. There's only four of us, so there's a couple things different. Yeah, I'm glad. Listen, when I saw the organ, I, mean, I don't like. I've watched a couple episodes of that of this show, and their like laundry system, I think, is like literally like they should like teach the world how to run the way they got all of the laundry. Like, I can't keep up with our laundry. We've got four of us in the house. Can't keep up with our laundry. They got yeah, laundry. they did it good. Oh yeah, I never saw it. So it's an organized system. My my laundry system. I don't know if you know this, but I. I will not do my laundry if I have to fold my clothes. I just refuse to fold clothes. I just don't like it. So I, I pretty much only buy wrinkle-free shirts, and then I have bins. So I, I put my like dirty laundry all in one. Like I don't separate. I don't do anything. It all goes in at one, wash, dry, and then I put my shirts in one bin, my pants in one bin, and my shorts in another bin. My socks have a bin. This is confession. You know, this episode. This is see, like. What you consider confession? <laughs> I really think like there was like what's that craze that happened with that lady Maria Kondo or whatever, and it was pretty much like how to organize your life. It was like blew up on Netflix. I'm like, I'm pretty sure nobody. The way she had people folding their clothes, it's like you rolled everything. On, did, you, did you ever watch that? Have you ever heard of that? Now I know somebody who used to do that. Yeah, it, but when they I, were a little kid. Not me. Oh my goodness! Your drawer. Well, I don't know about rolling, but I'm telling you what: I have never seen anybody organize drawers as much as you when you were young. Uh, but th- there's just not enough time in the day to to do all that. But if you have bins, yeah, but that's something. Now, switched. from the time my clothes finish drying <clears throat> to I'm done putting them away, it's like probably about five minutes. And even that, it's hard to make myself do it. I just I know so many people wash their clothes, put it in the dryer, and then just make it from the dryer to in the in the drawers to you know get bins. Do we have a guest? Yeah, we, we do. do. We do have a guest. <laughs> is that it is family time. Yes. Code for Andrew, stop talking. About <laughs> no, no, it was perfect because we've just been talking about crazy, weird family stuff. Yeah, my sister Christy. Yay. We. We we didn't have any crazy weird stuff in our household growing he up. He told did me we? about his filing system for his socks, <clears throat> where, where where he kept his socks, where he growing up <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, he did. Have you ever gotten healing and deliverance <laughs> ministry for that? That was pretty traumatizing. Yeah, what I kind of brother would do that? I don't know. I don't know. That sounds pretty demented. <laughs> <laughs> and they were dirty socks. They weren't oh, like your clean ones. Dirty <laughs> socks. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things now that's I I can't fathom. At the time, it seemed like a brotherly thing to do. I guess I don't know. Oh, it's so fun to be able to laugh now. This is like Stockholm syndrome. Yep, yep. Yeah, we we actually had a great relationship. I think. Yeah, we did. Like I don't remember. Does he make you say fighting that? apart to, to apart from the that? dirty socks? But um, yeah, they were they were. I, oh my goodness, because I hadn't even thought about it until like right we were sitting here getting ready for this, and it's different memories start flooding, like just funny things. So I remember she always had pretty girlfriends or not pretty friends, and so. I didn't mind yeah, it. When, I, 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 yeah, that. yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. I, I did not <laughs> mind when she had sleepovers or friends over and stuff like that. Can I just say we've started this podcast with a lot of weird seven stuff. minutes of you were a horny kid. Growing <laughs> <up>. <laughs> no, no, the, 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 that's a wild thing. Like I, the level of innocence in my mind, but I, I honestly did figure out oh, they are a lot better yeah, looking pretty. and better smelling. Oh, <laughs> that then uh then my guy friends so anyways but but she would be you know she would, she would be on the phone with him and back then phones were a little different so a lot of you've never experienced i watched like seventh this. heaven i have an idea 
So, so I, I would unscrew the microphone piece and pull the microphone out. And when you pick up the phone, there's no click sound. So I could pick it up and listen. <laughs> and so I'm listening in. And, and I don't even know why I started doing that. I don't even remember doing it many times. But I remember hearing her go, well, what are you wearing tomorrow? Well, I'm going to wear this. Well, I was going to wear this, but since you're wearing that, I'm going to wear this. And I'm like, this is too funny. This is too funny. Oh, my God. So I slowly screwed the mouthpiece back on, and I go, well, I think I'm going to wear this. And And then it's like, Richard! (laughs) Yeah, I did get in trouble every now and then for stuff. And there were times she, she like, was, um, like, knew how to play the system, play dad. She was like gifted. Say? Oh no, no. Dad even admits it. Yeah. So, so there were times where she'd be doing something, and I'm like, I'm gonna get you back, and she'd grin and go, Richard, and they're gonna be yelling at me and not getting the story, not knowing what was really going on. I was like, that is so unfair. So, yes. Stories, or do you have your own version? I deny them. <laughs> she would get on Dad's lap and start, Dad. And I was like, Dad, she's playing you right now. She And Dad would be like, I know. And I'm like, no, that can't work. Because if I did that, it wouldn't work. And I only remember that when we were playing the games. Honey, you love me, but you just I just can't smile. What, oh, is yeah. that, however, however that is. Honey, you know? I love and, you, but I just can't yeah, smile. Yeah, so I, I would sit on my dad's lap, <laughs> and he would always smile. Yeah. I, do, I do remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember being... That oh, ma- that manipulative! I, yeah. I didn't do it intentionally. So <laughs> if, if I did, that was you just knew. Oh, yeah, worked. you don't strike me as a, <clears throat> as a vindictive, manipulative person. Sweet. <laughs> sweet. Yep, sweetness just worked better than my yeah. tactics. I think. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my sister Christy, Christy White. I introduced you recently as Christy Mull. Yes, he did. And oh, that's not no. your name, big, no. but yeah, and um, so. Yeah, we've known each other your whole life. <laughs> yes. yes, we have. Yeah. What's your earliest memory of him? Probably in the bathtub when him and <laughs> oh my gosh. were pouring soapy water in my eyes. And, and uh, you know, that's because right. it was in a video, right? I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there is a video. You see oh, those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have seen those videos. Um, <laughs> I remember you in junior high, and I think that's when you first kind of really got focused on the Lord. It was, mm. it was at, maybe it was after a time of, of kind of seeking your own way, but my first memory is of you just, you were falling in love with Jesus, mm. and you were young, and even though I was two years younger, I really, I admired that about you. I admired your faith and, and your witness. You were just, mm. um, you, didn't, you didn't back down, and, mm. and it was, it, it, even from a young age, you, you knew who you believed and what you believed in. And it was just, it was a great role model for me. Wow. Thank you. That's encouraging. You know, that's, it's an interesting part of our podcast. A lot of the people have been friends and we often ask like, what do you, when do you remember? And that's just, it has been pretty life giving a lot of times and encouraging. I love how you um, took the one positive of all the, <laughs> the negative. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good segue. And I was hoping we could stay in the yeah. segue. <laughs> Yeah, so she is an author, a mother, um, Bible study leader. She's a worship leader. Her husband's been a worship leader. Um, They traveled musically in college with 
Liberty, one of the key Liberty singing groups. Um, she made albums. Yeah. Several. You did solo and one with you and Charlie, didn't you? We both. Just... No, they were both. <clears throat> they were both of us. Both of them. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mom, mom and dad have a couple. <laughs> you know, homemade cassette tapes, which I'm sure I no one knows what that is. Too. And that, the guy that did one for you, yeah, did a cassette for me, okay. and I think I still have one Was copy. That Lewis Lewis McMullen. I think. you know I don't remember yeah. the name, but In I remember. Georgia? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, we hide those cassette tapes now. We don't want anyone to hear them. I, I've wanted to switch it to to digital, just like, yeah. like, just like one of those posterity things, like, yeah. like stroll down memory lane, or you know, something to leave the grandkids sometime yeah. Yeah. for them to go. Why do we have this? <laughs> now, like one of the cassettes was him, so I like that one pretty much. But the other one were like the first songs that I started writing. And at the time, <laughs> at the time, I thought, oh, man, these are so good. But now, no, I don't want anyone. <laughs> I would not want anyone to listen to them. And, you know, uh, I think they're sound theologically, but just not very, very pleasing <clears throat> to hear. Well, so. I got a couple of tracks I could run down, but I'm not going to. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no. Yeah. Did you go to Liberty, too? I did. I didn't know that till just yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I went there just for one year. I got my MRS degree yep, uh-huh, yep. from there. Um, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> MRS degree is what? Getting married. Ah, yes. <laughs> and yeah, we've been married 36 years. Um, it'll be th- 37 in August. Yeah. So I think that's, I've got you beat. Yes, right? you do. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe my younger sister was getting married before me. Yeah. So 37 years is a long time. Yeah. So, tell us about this Bible study that's coming up. All right. Well, we are getting ready to launch our um, my study, Inside Out. And I wrote that back in 2010. And I don't want to give too much away because I'll, I'll share a lot next week. But I was this is the first study that I actually had published, self-published. And um, it's a six-week study. And I call my Bible studies appetizer Bible studies. They're not um, the meat of the word. You you can read them and get a little nugget of truth that helps you throughout the day. Um, the biggest blessing for me is is having women share how something that they've read that day. They will go to work or they'll be with their family or your friends, and a situation will arise and like, oh my goodness, that verse that I read it just it was so applicable to what I was going through, and. That's what I want people to understand is God's word is alive and it's real and it, and it penetrates us and it's, it's relevant to everything that we go through. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, what, if you're struggling, if you're having a good day, a bad day, um, and, but we do need to spend time. And so yeah. I challenge people to, to, do the, to do the studies and it only takes 10 minutes, five yeah. to 10 minutes each day to do the lesson. So Everyone is so busy. Everyone has got family mm. obligations, work obligations, but everyone has five to ten minutes. Even if you do it while you're sitting in the bathroom or something, you know, everyone can take time to to just get in the Word of God and let yeah. it speak to you. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I have never done a Zoom class. <laughs> so this is going to be a whole new world for me. Somewhere in our promotions, because I, I thought it was going to be live and Zoom. And it still says, I think, live and Zoom. I saw that somewhere. Oh, I was like, so, my fault. That's my fault. so clarify, <laughs> it, there isn't going to be a live component. It's just going to be Zoom. And, um, and so, yeah, we'll try to fix that for anybody. Um, so that'll be your first Zoom yes, Bible I'll study. I'll be depending on and, my nephew and to help So people me. all over the country, all over the world can yeah. take part in this. Yeah. And it's coming up. Yes. Next yeah. Thursday, 10 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So, and how many Bible studies have you written now? I have written six different studies. Well, well and we're we're going to probably be releasing those periodically, different ones. Mm-hmm. And we just had a pretty incredible week last week together. Yes, we did. Yeah, that was wild. It was, awesome. it was wonderful. So we we one of the things is is um we're we've been working on a workbook, a journey to healing keys to, keys to healing. And wanted to do a rewrite, and I invited Krista because of some of her skills in writing, and I had kind of hit a writer's block, um, partly because it's so massive, the the mm, the the, yeah. the content, and 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 so it was like, let me pull a few people. It was going to be just you and me at first, and then it kind of grew, yeah. and then it just morphed dramatically. Um, I, I I would love like I'd love to hear your take on what it was that you were a part of last week. It was so exciting. Um, I felt like I learned the healing and deliverance, the process of of going through it and understanding what it all entails. You know, the the forgiveness aspect was was crucial. But just even breaking it down and hearing you and Matt kind of share just from your heart, from what, 25 years experience. and, And yet you were just so conversational, just sharing you know why why we need to go through the process what the benefits are and just even taking the steps and so it helped me to see it in just a um concise way huh. that a way that you can take away from it and and learn and take the steps and follow through yeah. so yeah so for those of you watching um what we were creating is a whole coaching course that will because i i had started to write like take one of the chapters and and take it from teaching notes into a chapter and it kept mushrooming i was like this is gonna be so many pages it was already thick and and it's all the components of healing so now it is going to be way bigger than a book way richer than a book it's it is going to be us sitting down with people face to face anywhere in the world anytime day or night yeah getting the best of our material um, and being walked through a journey, not, not getting just information, but you know, right now I want you to stop and I want you to make your list of people that you need to forgive the things you need to forgive your spouse for da, 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 you know, different things like that. And that's just one course now, instead of one chapter, it's a course, you know, soul ties like we we have i think just some of the best content mm-hmm. um that, that there is in that and and now you know o- over time uh first the the, the coaching course is going to be so soon so close mm-hmm. to That's being ready to launch all the all the pieces of the puzzle now we're gonna have to reshoot a lot because we don't have the quality yeah. of video that we needed i mean it, it we've got all the qu- equipment but we didn't have you know there were buttons not pushed and stuff not happening the way it was supposed to so so we're, we're gonna re, be redoing it for that reason but what we cock, what we knocked out 
in four days was five entire courses yeah. and and developed a system for knocking out more. So we're going to be putting some of your stuff into courses. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, it was so funny when we were there last week. I was supposed to be taking notes, you know, for questions to ask or just to have different content. And I would get so caught up in listening to what y'all were sharing that I'm like, oh, I forgot to write anything down because I was listening. So I'm looking forward to watching the videos again and, yeah. and getting to input yeah. some more. Yeah. And part of why we're creating it, too, is is so that others can use the wealth of of what we've been walking in. And, and it's so impactful in people's lives. And could help other people walk through that. Definitely. And so multiplying, it's like, I, you know, I'm getting closer to 60. And, and the Lord was speaking wow. to me in my 50s that um, it's, it's a season of fathering and multiplying. And, and I can see that now better than I've been able to see it, you know, in yeah. ever really, I think. So how yeah. to make that happen. So there's, there's a lot that we'll be unpacking down the road. There's, there's other components that I'm just like, I can't wait chomping at the bit to do, but, um, yeah. So yeah. Tell our viewers a bit of, you had a, you had a crazy journey, um, the last few years. Yes, I have. And I do need to thank everyone who's a part of your ministry for their prayers because in 2020, October, um, 12th, I believe, is when my husband tested positive for COVID-19, and this was the first strain, and then the next day, I actually tested negative the first time, but I went back the next day and tested positive, and long story short, I ended up in the hospital a week after that, and I was in the hospital for 16 days, and they put me on a ventilator. I I believe it was either the day I went into the hospital or the, the next day, and um they had me call my family, and they had me tell them goodbye because they didn't think I was going to I'll never forget that moment. <laughs> you forgot it. I did. I did. Whether, you, whether it was drugs you were on or whatever. And, uh, and um, so, yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, and and uh, the amazing. I mean, this is an incredible miracle because not too many people came away from all the 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 – what do you call it? The protocol that they used for yeah. you yeah, I did the was rem- the death protocol. Yep. It was it was the the ventilator, the rem remdesivir, remdesivir, or however yeah, you say, yeah. you say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, all all of that stuff. Um, what was you were a part of? And, and I think they even did blood transfusions. Yeah, yeah, wow. and, and and so you know, and and they're telling you to call your family and say goodbye. And when you were doing that, I remember like just going stop right now this is not your time to go and it was weird because i was sitting down ready to do uh uh like a small it was before podcast i I would just get online and i don't remember what i was doing but i used to do more of that um just with my laptop and i was getting ready to do that when i got that phone call and i said i am calling all of our my friends to pray for you because I was like going, how many people, when they hear that from a doctor, believe it, go into panic, you know, and, and I'm going, so I, I want to prepare everybody to pray the right way. Because if I want you pray for my sister, I want you to pray in faith, believing for a miracle 
and this is what's going to happen. But pray for your family that way. It was I was like I'm going to use this as a as a Teaching. platform and a chance to teach. But I knew too. I was like. Like so, I'm telling you what God is going to do, and we're going to watch Mighty God, and I pray for you. And and I and I, I mean, like so much of it is, you know, still pretty strong in my my memory, um, you know. But I remember kind of you going, uh huh, okay. But you're also pretty sick and on on some drugs. <laughs> but I'm thinking, wow, she's already called. She would have first called her husband, and then she would have called her kids, then she would have called mom and dad, and I'm like down the list. So I'm going. I'm going to go up the the list because like they're all devastated right now. And I want to get us all on the same page prayer. So I call and of course everybody's in tears when I answer the phone and I'm going, guys, no, this is not her time to go. We're going to pray. And I, and I heard that faith shift. Charlie, I think was the only one that was kind of, that was, he was already in that posture, you know, like, no, I'm not letting go. I'm not saying goodbye. And, um, you know, but, but it was like, I, I, I could hear the, you know, the voice change and, and all the others from, from, Oh my gosh, to yeah, "Yeah, we're going to win this battle. Christy's going to live. And it was, the reports were kind of scary, you know, for, uh, for days. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so you jump back into your part of the story now. Yeah, I I know. I think Charlie's faith was probably shaken. The day before I kind of made the turnaround, my liver was shutting down. Mm. And that's when Charlie was like, okay, this is this is serious. Yeah. And um but he just I didn't even remember. Yeah. That's that that's the beginning stages of death. So God rescued me. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't most yeah. people don't turn around from that. I, yeah, and I know that one of the biggest things is several of the nurses, when I, after I had recovered and I was going like for the follow-up care, like it seems like it was two weeks after, and I mean, I couldn't walk. Something people don't realize is, is when you go Too through sorry. this, they put you in a coma, and so when you come back, I couldn't talk, I couldn't, I couldn't walk, um, I couldn't feed myself. Um, I couldn't take a shower. Char- I mean, Charlie had to do everything for me for at least a couple months. That's when you came home? That, yeah, that's when I came Cause, home. Because, yeah, nobody was allowed to see you in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Even Charlie yeah, couldn't. Yeah. Um, my, my, my one memory that I do remember in the hospital, they were going to send me home, but they said that I had to sit up in a chair in order for me to be able to go home, and I'd use the bathroom. So I had a physical therapist come in, and he, he set me up in a chair but then he just left. So I'm sliding down the chair. I'm almost on the floor because I can't move my arms. I can't move. I have no strength. Wow. And so I'm like, thank goodness a, a nurse comes in the room. And she's like, oh, child, what you doing down there? And she, <laughs> and she picks me up. And she picks me up and, and, you know, puts me back in the bed. So that was probably one of the worst experiences was was that, you know, when the ner- when the physical therapist left me, because he pr- probably should have just stayed there and then put me back in the bed immediately. Did but, you remember Charlie's phone calls? I do. Yes. Oh, yes. So Charlie started calling me <clears throat> when I was still on the ventilator, and wow. um, he would set it up with the chaplain to where he would would call and he would pray over me and read a devotional um, from Jesus Calling. That was the devotional that I was doing on my own, and so he just would read the devotion for the day, and mm-hmm. then he would sing a song. That um, the first time he sang a song, he wrote for me, 
called You Are the Woman I'd Marry All Over Again. Mm-hmm. And then the other days he actually <clears throat> sang songs that I had written, and he learned them in a key that he could sing them. And, um, you know, he was still recovering. He was still running a fever. He wow. still didn't feel good, but it didn't matter. He's like, you know, he, he uses the illustration of Moses, you know, and, and God asks him, you know, what's in your hand? And he had a, re- a rod or a staff. Yeah. And Charlie's like, well, I can sing. And, you know, mm. he knows how much those, especially my songs, you know, mean to me. And so he sang those songs to me. And I couldn't respond. And, you know, um, some of my friends were like, I would kill my husband <laughs> if he posted those videos because <laughs> I looked terrible. I mean, my hair was a mess. Well, they end and, up on the news. I, oh, yes, I yes. did. I did it yeah. on Fox 13. And actually, the song he wrote, You Are the Woman I'd Marry All Over Again, it went... I don't know how many views it had. It went, you know. We should post the link to that. We, yeah. We need to get that. Okay. We'll do. Yeah. Because it was, <laughs> it was really cool. You know, just the Fox 13, they did several stories. They did a, hor- a story when I was in the hospital when um, I was coming home from the hospital when Charlie was picking up. And he's so cute. He's like, I'm here. I'm at the hospital. I'm in the parking lot. <laughs> and every time he would be, you know, sharing where he was and he was he was so excited, you know, mm. that I that I was coming home. Um but getting back to the nurses, when when I was going there for the follow-up visits, and I'll never forget they did a, an x-ray or a CT scan, I don't remember what, one of those no. tests. And the nurses that were in that room, they were all tearing up. They're like, "You made it." They're like, "You're the first person we've met." that has survived now again i'm sure there was there was (laughs) plenty more but i was actually the first person that they had seen be on a ventilator for eight days and come back and so they were like thank you for sharing your story and i'm like i'm just telling you what happened so it it was pretty cool it is the power of god like that's the thing that I, i think a lot of people don't understand well i I know you've had to deal with survivor guilt and there are people that are mad at you but yeah and 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 there are people that are gonna hear this the wrong way but what uh, what we actually want to do is give people hope like we it's difference between knowing god could and believing in prayer that he will that he wants to like we have authority we have power and and it took a community coming into agreement and praying effective, fervent prayers that avail much. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of years praying ineffective prayers that didn't avail much. Yeah. But I knew I knew God is powerful. I knew prayer works. But yeah. but we, we need to learn how to pray with authority and pray with power and pray with faith, um, yeah. believing, and not accept like the just... Because it's a tragedy. Because they've told us you're not going to make it. Because they've told us whatever. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, even the the difference, though, just because of personalities. My son, he was pretty devastated. He he called Charlie, and Charlie couldn't even understand him because he was crying. Yeah. And my daughter was funny. She was like, Mom... This is my daughter, her talking. She's like, Mom, I knew you were a badass, and I knew you were going to make it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I would never qualify myself that way or call myself I don't that. know too many people that would say that of my sister, but all yes. The, all the tattoos and the bike ride and all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. Yeah, we need to get but, a leather but jacket. But I, I, I loved that. I loved that yeah. she had faith, you know, even – 
even though she's walking a journey, you know, and, and still kind of trying to define who she is and, and understand what she believes, she believed mm. even in that moment, you know, yeah. like God took that little bit of faith and, yeah. and, um, I'm, I'm thankful for both my kids, you know, yeah. just, um, Craig came out to see me as soon as he could. So yeah. he lived in Washington State, and I live in Florida. So he wanted to come immediately, but again, they couldn't come to the hospital. So Charlie said, "No sense coming any anytime soon." Yeah. But as soon as he, as I was out, as I was home from the hospital, he, you got a great relationship with your kids. And, yeah, 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 I'm blessed. I'm very you. blessed. Yeah. So thank you, Lord. Book. Yeah. A book. Book. Yes. And a study kind of too, isn't it? Yes, isn't it, like, it is. Yeah. It's, it's the combination. It's I do tell my story of what happened when I went in the hospital and, and how God did heal me. God rescued me. Um, the, uh, the title of the book is even, I do remember when I woke up in the hospital and um, I'd heard a nurse talking about someone in another room and how they had COVID. And I was like, well, get me out of here. I don't want to have COVID. I, I had forgotten, like, <laughs> briefly, so you know, in that moment that, that I had just survived it. Well, then when I realized I'm alive and I, 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 mm. could, I could breathe again, um, I think they'd already taken me off the ventilator by the time I woke up. But I just kept saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I could mm. not stop. And so that ended up becoming, most of them, I didn't say that on the inside out, but all my studies come from songs that God gives me, usually out of my time of prayer. Um, I don't I don't hardly ever set out to write a song, but it'll be just as I'm spending time praying and reading God's word that something will just come to my heart and I will end up writing a song. So that's what happens with all my studies and with Thank You, Lord. Um, that's what happened. And the coolest thing that I, I want, I want to get it out there. I need to do a, I need to get my nephew or someone to help us get a, a video of us singing the song where it's a better quality, because even though it's my song from what happened, it's every, everybody who is a child of God, it is their song mm. because we can all say, thank you. None of us feel worthy, you know, of the love that God has given, you know, we, we can't measure up, but it's like, we're so, I'm so grateful. And so I feel like this mm. song is everybody's song. It's not yeah. just my song. So even though this is my story, the thing that I really just want to impress is that healing is for everyone, mm-hmm. that God loves each one of us. Because yeah. even the sparrows, he sees the sparrows when they fall to the ground. And that's what the second verse of that song talks about, you know, and the love that God has for them and how he picks them up. And I was like that little sparrow. Can we hear the song, you think? Like right now? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, not right now. No, no. We, we will add nothing <laughs> oh, to that. I mean, like she can sing it if she no, wants. No, no, no. I don't want to sing. Oh no, that's what I was talking about. Oh yeah, you can sing. No, I don't want to sing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> what if he sings it with you? I don't think he knows it. So. I, I have, have the lyrics yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I mean, probably out there on my phone, but um, yeah. And actually, the chord chart I have is is too low for me. So yeah. Craig made Craig made our son Craig made a. a chord chart for it no he or. he tried to play it on the guitar but it's like just too low for me to sing yeah so yeah and i think he left out like a bridge or something and so i can't follow it he usually does perfect he he helps me and yeah. gives me sound soundtracks are the words i was looking for cool but i don't have a a working soundtrack for this song right now yeah that i yeah. would like mm-hmm. yeah we can 
try to make that happen. How many happen. songs have you written? Oh, probably over 200. Wow. Now, again, you know, probably 100 of those are not, not worth anything, you know, but I think the others, you know, uh, hopefully someday I'll have a chance to, to share yeah. those songs. I, I, it's, it's weird because, like, when we got away on this retreat, for the first time, like, because as close as we live, we just don't get to see each other much or hang out, and we've been a part of different churches and stuff like that. But I was like, man, it would be fun because I love collaboration. That was one of the most powerful things about that weekend. I experienced it when we were at Worship Mob. What could happen in one week? I forget. Maybe it was 10 days. I don't remember exactly how many days it was. But from a group of people showing up, most of whom have never met each other, mm-hmm. And no songs pre-chosen. I'm sure there was a handful that were mostly known, but for the most part, they listened to people's songs, yeah. and and uh, and then they were like, they picked them, minor time arranging them, minor time practicing, and then the most incredible recordings came out of that collaboration time. And so I was like, and that's what was happening last week. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was just incredible. The, what happens with collaboration, a team coming together, you know, so much richer than what anything I could produce. And I was like, man, it would be fun to do that with some of your songs, get a few people and, uh, and, and some people like that have expertise in the recording component, get the right, you know, um, yeah. mics and stuff like that. And just, you know, learn a few songs together. And, uh, and so we, we need to make that happen. Philip today, I just found out. He, well, he's, we're going to have him back on the podcast. My, my other son, my, not my other son. I have two other sons, but, um, son number two. And, uh, <laughs> that goes back to an old joke. So he, 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 um, today was talking about, he's doing a, a comedy thing at the July crazy 21st, cup yeah. July 21st. And he's coming back on our show because, <laughs> We'll quite a story we'll let we'll let him tell that story that that will be hilarious so he's ready to humble himself on our podcast wow. um we, are, we already did mention it in the podcast yeah, we, that's yeah. awesome that's how he that's why he, he texted me he was like i have to come back on <laughs> yeah so i said you can come out today be, be a part of this one but um okay. so yeah that'll be fun so do you remember andrew where you were um, when you found that I was in the hospital, do you remember or any of that? What your take was on that? I don't think I've ever asked you that. You know, I, the only I heard it from him. I don't think I heard it from anyone else, and so I didn't get a. It's a dire situation. <laughs> I got a. Hey, they, Aunt Chrissy's not feeling good, so we're gonna pray for her. <laughs> Type five. I'm sure he gave it different, but I I was like, when I heard that was like on the news, that was like after the fact. I was like, I didn't know you guys were on. Like, like I, it was like very much like, yeah. oh, she got sick, but she's going to get better. Like that was like, <laughs> I didn't get, I wasn't near death. No, I didn't yeah. understand yeah. that. Yeah. No, I didn't. Really. Yeah. And I think anybody that would have seen my, my Facebook post that day kind of got the, the gist, but, it, but at the same time, it's like, it is a different vibe. It is like going, we are going to watch a victory. We are going to agree together for victory. Which, when Nathaniel, um, my youngest son, died in my arms, and then we found out there was a waiting room full of people, and it seems like it was like within an hour of all of it happening, people just came from all over Tampa, and I, and it was weird because I, there was so many emotions packed into a time like that, 
and I had hit some lows pretty quick, and then you guys showed up and told me your, how you'd gotten lost <laughs> and my dad's just instructions. <laughs> and I'm like laughing. I'm like going from like serious despair to crying laughing yeah. and going, This men aren't supposed to experience this drastic of an emotional. I'm, wow. I know I'm over. Yes. I, I am very directionally <laughs> challenged in case you didn't understand what that was all about. So. Yeah. I, I was I was bringing mom to the hospital, yeah. and I'd been told one thing, and we ended up I don't know where <laughs> we ended up, and it took us like it should have been like twenty minutes, and it took us forty five minutes or yeah. an hour to get there. So yeah. So in my mind, it was forty five minutes before the rooms filled, but it was probably hour or hours, yeah. you know, because it's compressed. It was all in that same afternoon, um, morning afternoon. But I, but I had prepared myself for years because I watched people gather at hospitals, and I'm coming in to to bring faith, and I've seen a room filled of people, and everybody despairing and and praying that the family would be ready to see their family, and I go, no, no, I don't want people coming and showing up here and praying that kind of prayer, yeah, and because I I mostly witnessed that. Now that's not what I don't think I ever would come in and pray that way since the Lord just began to teach me, you know, the, the different things about the power of prayer and faith and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and it's not name it, claim it or anything like that. It, it is just right there in the word of God and seeing their faith. He said, be it unto you according to your faith. It's, it's repeated many times. So, and that's just one of the keys, but, but so I walk out to this room after having quit the ministry, after laughing my head off, after all, all these emotions that, that I packed. And I walked in and I said, I said, thank you guys. Thank you all my friends for coming here. This is so encouraging. But let me tell you, I, I only want you praying if you're willing to pray this kind of prayer with this kind of expectation. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, otherwise, I was like, you can pray for doctors and pray for their skills but that's not the main focus you know um i don't want you praying if it's god's will i want you to believe that it is god's will to raise my son completely let that you know and and because they said he would be in and he would never come out of a coma he would you know brain dead and blah 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 which was best case scenario best case scenario was was brain dead yeah yeah 40 minutes dead the the weird thing is when I journaled some things, there were things that indic, but I didn't know that for most of the ten weeks, mm-hmm. I had I had written things that I didn't remember. Like he had reached out and grabbed the hand of one of the nurses, grabbed the finger of one of the nurses from when he had an operation till they put him in, in in the coma. When he came out, and they're like, "That is that's a brain function," yeah. you know. But I was I didn't realize that because I'm going ten weeks. All I know, all I see is this blob, and I don't know the results. And I had somehow forgotten that detail. Yeah. But God had already given that glimpse. Like, no, I heard your prayers. You know, right off the bat. Mm. You know. So. Amen. One other thing I remember when the day before um, I got I tested positive for COVID, and evidently I must have not. I really didn't feel good because I didn't journal very much. And I journal like every single day. I write in this journal. And I stopped until I got home and after I had recovered for a month or two. But my last journal entry before I went to the hospital, I had copied something from a devotional I was reading. I don't remember all of that it said, but it. I wrote, much of the way you will go entirely alone except for my presence. Wow. And when I when I looked back at that, and I had no idea what 
I was getting ready to to go through, mm. but that had already ministered to me, knowing mm. that you know I was alone. You yeah. know, even though there were some great you know people in the hospital, um, I do want to give a shout out. Shout out. Um, there was a lady named Bernadette, mm. and um, she she was a, a, a black lady. I don't know what is pro- politically correct, but. Um, it that, changes. It, so it, whatever it was does. last month, <laughs> it's not anymore. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry, but um, she was actually just coming to change the sheets on my bed and um, like straighten up, kind of clean up stuff. But when she looked at me, she's like, "Child, look at your hair. Your hair's a mess." And she said, "You want me to wash it?" And I was like, "And again, I couldn't move. I'd been in the hospital probably." I think it was two days before I left. So that was about 14 days and my hair had not been washed. No one had done anything to oh, it. Lord. And so she took a bucket with soapy water and like she rinsed out my hair and she even found my brush that Charlie had brought mm. and she brushed it. And I have naturally curly hair and it's, it's pretty thick. So that was a, a really, that was the most kind and loving thing wow. that I, I can remember. And again, I, I couldn't speak. I couldn't tell her thank you. Um, but that blessed me wow. so much. And wow. even, even when I got home, Charlie was wonderful. He could help me with so many, he does do laundry. He does fold really int- intentionally. He does, he's a better, he does better at that than I am. And he could cook, he could, you know, do all these things, but brushing my hair, he, he would hurt me. And so, and he wouldn't try, but I just yeah. have such thick curly hair that it was really hard for him. So I did have another friend and she would come. Um, for the first couple of weeks, you know, almost every day or every day, and she'd put it up in a ponytail for me because I couldn't do that. So that was mm. that. Her name was Lori Madden. I don't know if she'll hear this mm. or not, but that that was a huge blessing. And of course, all the meals and the people that sent us sent us money. You know, because Charlie was out of work for three months. Wow. He he he. Because luck, of COVID, because, or because, because, because of, of taking or care of me, wow. he went to bat because they <laughs> actually were going to send me to a nursing home. And he said, "No, you are not." <laughs> he mm. said, "I am taking, I am taking her home." And so he he had to to fight to actually bring me home. It, wow. That kind of stuff is like we we I believe doctors told us that Nathan is alive because of us staying yeah. in the hospital. We intervene in things that first of all it was medicine that killed him. Doctors told us that that is not me making something up it was steroids and antiviral that caused an ulcer that ruptured stuff we tried to refuse mm. and once that had happened and and uh, i'm going i we're going to watch over him we're going to be protective over him you're not touching him without it without us running by our primary physicians even at that level us watching over the best of our ability we would research things we would catch things that may, like top doctors that I have a high regard for, we would catch interactions of drugs mm. that when they did their own, when they would look and I'm going, why am I doing a, a much more intelligent person than me? Why am I doing their job? Yeah. Why is this happening? And, and there were times that we intervened we, and we refused and we got people mad at us. They called the primary. And one time the doctor said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You may have saved your son's life last night. Wow. Because an intern was wanting to do try something and do some protocol that would have been devastating, and it was mm. just like, but 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 people need to learn to be able to take charge, to yeah. say no, to yeah. do your own research. 
Um, and, uh, yeah. So you had some funny <laughs> memories, <laughs> experiences. Had to, had to come up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You knew. Um, so I believed <laughs> with everything in me that, um, they flew me from the, the hospital in Lakeland, Florida to Orlando to the Advent hospital. They did do that. They did yeah, do that. that I did, yes. I didn't just believe it. It happened. <laughs> um, but when I was in the Advent hospital, it was a seventh day Adventist hospital. Wait, they actually, you went to Orlando? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I got confused for a second. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Orlando, and when I was at that hospital, I um, I, I believe, this is my crazy thing, that I was hanging upside down, like, from vines, and I kept hearing crickets, and... Um, yeah, I was just suspended in air, and I and I didn't like it. Um, I've since found out that actually I was I was upside down. That one of the treatments they do for your breathing is they do turn your hospital bed upside down. Can I tell my side of it? <laughs> and then the crickets were the machines. Know. Okay, all right. Yes, your side of it. <laughs> well, do we have to? <laughs> well, why wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I get the phone call. This was after your home, and uh, and and because uh, like we hadn't talked, we had this prayer time for you. I got I'm I'm keeping people updated, but I don't get to zoom you or anything like. That. So I think it's one of the first phone calls, and I'm asking what it was like, and you're like, "One, I was hanging from a spider web," and I'm going and I'm going, I'm going. That's what it felt like. No, no, I really, really was Richard, and I'm like she's got to be on drugs still. And she was like, no, I'm not. And I was like, wow. And cause in, that's how I, you described it to me was hanging from a spider web. And I was okay. like, I have no idea what to make of this. Yeah. And, uh, yes. but you were serious. You were like, I no, I remember that's what happened. I, I, I told mom and dad that too. And I, <laughs> I told them like several times and they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> I guess that was the, me- the medicine talking. Oh, oh my goodness. That was pretty wild. Yeah. Because at first I think she's joking or she like, she, yeah. she, she, like, it's, it, she knows it's just like, yeah what it felt like and then like i kind of figured the chirping because i'd lived in the hospital i knew what that was that's the sound of all the machines when a medicine's done it starts telling the nurses hey come turn the machine off and that they just must have like white noise like to them that they don't do anything when that starts happening and and you can have the machines in your room going off and machines in the next room going off and it does it sounds like you're outside with a bunch of crickets so i knew what you were describing yeah but for you you're drugged up yeah you can't make sense of it no one's mm-hmm. there to explain why it to you, you to Orlando? that was because of how severe my case was and so the doctor had called charlie like at one o'clock in the morning and said your wife too young to die and so we're going to try one more thing they have a machine in orlando that they didn't have at lakeland regional so but they thought my heart was more messed up than it was but when they got there they actually didn't need that machine. They did have me on the ventilator, but they didn't do the one for the heart, whatever that whatever that machine was called. But yeah, mm-hmm. and then I know mom and dad. Did they call you then back to Lakeland? They did um, like five days before I got home. So yeah, I was in Orlando, and so I've had a helicopter ride twice. Do you remember? Um, I d- I don't remember the first one. The second one I do remember, and I didn't like it. It was bouncy. 
um, they would they would like land and then bounce and bounce and then la- at least that's my memory of it, and but I still had to wear a mask and so that that was probably the hardest part because I'm wearing a mask and so every time it would bounce the mask would go up into my eye and I, I my hands were tied down um, and so I couldn't oh I couldn't fix them and so but I mean those masks are not fun to wear but they really are not fun when they're going into your eye oh my gosh. and so that was. I'm going to see my son in Hawaii in September, and so I've told them I really want to take a helicopter ride because I want a good memory being in a helicopter. Yeah. I yeah. want a happy memory being with my son and seeing Hawaii. I saw so. they just did a helicopter ride. He did. Yeah. Saw some pictures on Facebook. Oh, yes. I know. He said it was the best thing he's ever done yeah. in his entire life. Wow. Yeah, and that's saying a lot because yeah. he's, he's he's been a lot of places. and done a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I don't know if we're going to get, it's like $200 each person yeah. to do the helicopter ride. So yeah. I don't know if we're going to get to do that. Find a way, do it. Just yeah. I know. I know. I just, because I want the happy memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. But my parents, they also came to see me, I think a day or so before I got released from the hospital. And the doctor had come in to see me that morning and he told me that I could go home. And I was so excited. And I, I didn't, this wasn't a, a make-believe. This wasn't a dream. I know, I know he actually told me that. But the nurses didn't think I was ready. And so the nurses, they would, they would write notes, like, to, I guess, to nurses who were coming on different shifts. And so they would write notes in the door. And, of course, it was backwards to me, but I could still read it. And they were having a meeting on the next day because they're like patient not ready to go home and I was so mad because <laughs> I was like I want to go home but mom and dad had come to visit and um they were allowed in they were and at, the at that at that point they were allowed in wow um, okay because that was because Charlie was coming in at the, by that by that time okay Lakeland Regional and I guess because I didn't have COVID anymore I guess that's why I don't know um but I tried to write out to mom and dad that I could go home and and again I thought I was writing what I was Legibly. thinking, but it was just scribble. <laughs> so Papa and Dad were like, "What is she saying?" I don't know. <laughs> and I was trying to say, "The doctor told me I could go home." And um, that's just how my But is. I had to wait for the nurses <laughs> to have the meeting, and then the physical therapist left me sitting in the chair. Oh my um, goodness! But I, it, I was able to go home the next day, and I was awesome. so thankful. Yeah. So thankful. Yeah, I'm thankful too that you're alive. And yeah. that you're here. And it's an amazing story. Yeah. And I hope everyone listening is excited to come to your Zoom class and signs yes. up and buys your book and reads the whole story. Because, I mean, you just gave parts of it. The book is... Yeah. No. I know. It, it was really cool. Craig, our son, he got it and he read it. And he's like, Mom, I could not put it down. He's like, I read it all. And one day, he didn't do all the studies. And he said he, he might come back and do that. But he's like, it was just so cool reading reading the story. And, and that meant a good, lot. You that, are a that good meant writer. a lot. Yeah, you're a gift writer. What's interesting too is Coco has has done more of the stuff, and she she was like, "You and I have the same voice when we write." So she's like, "You you're going to be writing some of our workbook, taking a lot of our content, but turning it more into a a finished workbook." And she's like, "She's like, it it's going to be the same voice, pretty much." And um, so it it is interesting because I, I don't know what you've experienced someone else was describing this and maybe it was you but that often they feel like they're 
they're hearing you speak when you write. And that's what people have said to me, you know, yeah. people that know me especially because they already know my voice. Yeah. But they're like, when they read it, it's yeah. like I'm talking to them. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. It is. Yeah. So. Pretty sure if I ever wrote a book, it would be 98% chat GPT. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> AI. Like one of those AI things. Oh, yeah. gotcha. I'd be like, write a, write a book about this. And then, yeah, that's about, that's about <laughs> all I got for it. You got a lot more content you than you. No, I didn't, I didn't get your guys' singing abilities. I didn't get your guys' writing abilities. I got your sense of humor, Dad. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Generational curses yeah. can be broken. <laughs> so funny. No, you carry a whole lot more than I did at your age and more than you give yourself credit for. So. Well, thank you. Yeah. Just not legible. No. Well, pff, I wasn't legible. It was typing that yeah. changed the game for me. Yeah, I, I I have written some stuff before, like I, for school, like college papers. I I you know I took your advice and I just write. I don't stop, and I would come back through it and I'd be like, I have no. What was this about? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this 15 minutes ago. I can't even figure out what I was writing about. I'm deleting whole like pages because I'm like, that's not none of these are complete sentences. I have no idea what I was trying to communicate. Oh, I'm just, you know, one day maybe the Lord will deliver me from. Well, your speaking ability tells me that you have a writing ability because that's all it was for me. That's what I would think. Yeah, that's what you would think. It's just no, yeah, that hasn't, hasn't no. clicked yet. In God's time, I remember God telling me to for a while, and I was like, I, I can't I do that. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to. I thought it was an awesome idea, but I was like, but I don't know what to do. I don't like. Where am I going to learn how to write? And all I did was write the stuff that I'd been telling people, the the, yeah, yeah. the encounters with God. And then all of a sudden it was like, wow. Like I remember the first time I read it, I was like four or five chapters in, I hit the floor and started crying because I was like, this is powerful. This is going to impact people's lives. And it became Lord disciple me. And then Jesus training manual. So I was like, <laughs> like I, I, I want to encourage the people out there that I know God's put a book in your heart, you know, that, it, it isn't rocket science. You, um, well, now Chad GPT. But, I was about to say Chad GPT is pretty easy. But, but <laughs> I, like, like I, I know some of the people that we've ministered to that I believe we're going to help them write a book and some that we've kind of begun. And I'm like, it. a lot of people have experienced amazing stuff from God, miracles, and and, it, and, it, and it's impactful. They overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And your testimony is powerful, and people need it. They, we need hope. Um, you know, I, I, I keep hearing there's another um, plague coming, you know, yeah. uh, and another disease coming. Praise God that he is bigger than that. We, we don't have to be afraid of that. And, and 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 praise God that so much of that has been exposed, that it it has been man-made, and that I, I'm believing that there's going to be accountability for for everything from the wrong ways that it was treated, that was like a death machine, um, to the, the 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 fact that there were people that paid to have gain of function added to it and 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 uh you know went to to release this um and and that we'll just be more awake not woke no but more 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 
discerning next time it comes down and that that we as a church won't cave and fold because the world says this is what everybody needs to do but we will be bold rise up mm-hmm. and um and that just a, a scam like what we went through will never be able to be pulled That's on right. us again but thank god for protecting you Amen. my sis my little sis <laughs> Will you close us in prayer? Yes. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the love that you have for us, that you care about each one of us. You know our needs. You see us when we fall, whether we fall in sin, whether we fall in sickness, whether we fall as a result of of someone else's decisions and, and the ways that they have treated us. We thank you that you are able to pick us up you are able to restore us, and you are able to do a work that is that is beautiful in each of our lives. We thank you for the stories that you've given to each one of us, mm. and we thank you for the healing and the wholeness and the hope and the joy and the peace and the promise of your presence at all times. We love you, Lord, and we worship you. We thank you for the ways that you've worked in our lives and how you are going to continue to show yourself faithful. We love you, Jesus, and we pray all this in your holy and your mighty name. Amen. 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 July 13th. At 10 a.m. 10 a.m. What's the name of it again? Inside Out. Inside Out. You can, I will post a link on the Facebook uh, on this uh, live, on the YouTube live. Um, you can buy her books on Amazon. Yes. Her name is Christy White without an H. Yes. And it auto always auto corrects that you spoke. Yes, it, it does. <laughs> not not the white without the H. The Christy without the Christy the H. without the H. Oh, that's C-R. an interesting little yeah. story. Yeah. Why 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 was your Christy without an H? Because Dad did not want Christ in my name, and so he would not put an H when my mom spelled it. But you know what's funny? I actually have one of my birth certificates, and like the handwritten one, it's spelled C R I. But the one from the hospital, it was C-H-R-I. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So dad was an atheist back yes. then when yes. you were born. Wow, that's wild because I know, I, I just remember a dad that loved God and was following after him. And you were born after me. So he was still an atheist. I, I knew he was when I was real young. I didn't know. I never just don't remember any of that. I yeah. remember dad being in God's word and and being bold about his faith and yeah. and uh yeah i have a vague recollection of him smoking like very faint and it could have even been some of his peers but he as far as i remembered he didn't drink he didn't smoke he had he, he'd yeah. been almost like an alcoholic and yeah. but yeah we didn't even talk about any of that stuff yeah. but yeah it, and it was mom, mom was a trooper for hanging in there yeah. and and praying for him and yeah you know standing yep. in the gap that's their legacy now and, yeah. and my dad talks about that all the time it's like wow praise god for changing my life because it, I, our lives wouldn't have been the way they were without that yeah, so sure. yeah. thank you for being on the show thank you for having me yeah <laughs> we'll have to have her on again talk about all this other stuff all the other stories all the other things <laughs> <you told laughs> growing up. so uh, as always like comment and share subscribe to the podcast and let us know if there's any guests you want to have on and buy her book on amazon yes thank you